Alright, so let me get this straight. You telling me that because Lauren didn't actually write, compose, or arrange the music herself, that X Factor is less legendary. Nothing even matters with D'Angelo is less legendary. Stop playing with me, man. Turn my mic up. Hey, what up, world? Welcome to another episode of Lost on Mars with me, the homie Mills, a.k.a. Mills on Wheels, a.k.a. Mills Stradamus. Hey, I appreciate y'all for joining me again. And um, just another brother. I ain't nobody special. I'm just trying to work this polynomial called life out in a world full of flat earthers. We're just trying to work a few knots out, you heard me? There's a lot of things going on in the world, man. It's rough out here in these streets, man. I'm just an ally, not an expert. I'm an ally. So what I want to do is, once again, just show my love and appreciation for everybody that's taking time to hear what I got to say, uh, to hear what I have to offer to the culture. Uh, Because contrary to what you may have been told by the critics, I think what I got to say is actually pretty important, you heard? So I appreciate you. Uh, I love you all. And yeah, we just going to get it cracking. But you know how we do. Got to get a few shout outs out the way. You feel me? First off, I got to shout out Cheddar's. Uh, because that's my spot. Feel me? First date, second date, third date, fourth date. Proposal. You know what I'm saying? Down on one knee. At Cheddar's. You feel me? Uh, 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 bacon cheddar fries, and then bang, hit you with that ring. Yeah. Shout out to Cheddars, man. Y'all keep me in the game. Shout out, man, to all the chicks that curved me over the years. Man, I appreciate y'all. Look at me now. I got a podcast. You feel me? <laughs> Does your man have a podcast? <laughs> well, then. You know what I'm talking about? I appreciate y'all, man. Now I'm hot. They all know me. Nah, man, appreciate all the chicks that curved me. And shout out to the dreamers, man. I want to let you know that if you have a dream in your heart, um, if you have a vision in your mind that you are inspired by, I want you uh, to continue pursuing your dream. I want you to muster up everything that you can, and I want all of the trials, all the heartache, all the disappointment to stir your hunger to make it I'm right out right there with you out here in these streets trying to do the same thing you feel me so whether your dream is to open your own business write that book you know what I'm talking about uh, finally get more than you know 17 followers on IG um, that one chick to finally reply to your DM any of that whatever your dream is I just want to encourage you to keep going I'm out here in the field with you, and I got nothing but love for you. But we got a very special episode today, so I appreciate y'all rocking with me. Stay tuned. Hey, yo, R.I.P. to the young lion, Botham John, the young black man who was killed right here in the Triple D by an off-duty police officer in his own home. That's crazy, right? Which brings me to the title of this particular episode which is hashtag black lives don't matter. Why that hashtag? Why would I say that? Well, because in a world full of bigotry, 
stating the obvious has become profound. That's wild. See, I did the All Lives Matter movement to backdoor with All Lives Don't Matter. They're not going to do that. But if they did, the conversation gets real interesting, right? See, the world has shown us that black lives are disposable, inconsequential, and inexpensive. But despite the fact that all of these things have taken place historically on up until now, despite the fact that we got a really weird orange human in the Oval Office right now, we do live in a unique period in history. And what makes this period so unique is the fact that we have an opportunity to capitalize on progress like never before. See, we are the generation that walks into King's dream. We are the generation that gets to see more ground, uh, 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 more progress made in our community in terms of leveling the playing field as constituents and citizens of this nation like never before. We are that generation. Now, the way we do that, though, is by forcing certain conversations and forcing certain parts of the conversation. See, we're saying a lot of the same things, and, it's, and, it's, and that's necessary. Uh, repetition repetition is, is, is very, very effective. But there are other micro details that we are kind of skimming over or that we are, we are still not uh, uh, um, forcing to the surface. And I think hashtag black lives don't matter forces some of those very significant micro details to the surface, to the forefront of the cultural narrative. See, we got a lot of these false narratives. Y'all know how your boy is, you feel me? Life is a polynomial. You know they are going to spin ideas. They are going to project certain ideologies and philosophies in our direction based on their agendas, which has shown us time and time again that we are not at the top of. And it's going to twist things so that we are thrown off kilter just enough to focus our efforts on the wrong thing. Well, focusing on uh, the right things or, or forcing certain details to the surface brings us back on track. And we have been on track. I'm not saying that we are completely off track at all. I think we've made a lot of progress. There's a lot of awesomeness going on in the world right now as it pertains to being black. It's the Wakanda era. Y'all know me. Ain't nothing changed over here. But uh, what we need to do is keep going. We need to keep capitalizing on progress by making more progress. And I think we have a unique opportunity to do that. But the world has shown us time and time again that uh, that, that black lives don't matter that that it just does not happen the residual effects of 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 things that damage our community that damage our family that damage our economics it just 
repairing that is it, it ain't on nobody's priority list, including our own in many instances. And what we got to do is turn that narrative on its head by provoking the right conversations. Now, see, I want to say it was back in the 80s where the Trump allegedly was on record as saying that the black man um, or that blacks were naturally lazy. Right. Which is crazy. Right. And here's how I respond to that. The African-American community in the United States is the only ethnic community that did not benefit economically from hard work. Man, y'all know the story. We was out on plantations sweating. We built this country. And is there any generational wealth to show for it? Absolutely not. So when we talk about things like PTSD, distortion, when we talk about our families and generations after that learning to value hard work, what we were told in the beginning is that hard work is something that we have to do under the threat of being harmed, even killed, but never something that we could reap the benefits of, never something we could eat the sweet fruits of. So, you know, I, PTSD is, is, is which, which Dr. Uh, uh, Joy DeGuin, I want to, I, I, I hope I'm not butchering her name. She calls it post-traumatic slave disorder. disorder. So a lot of the, the, the trauma um, that we experience in our thinking, in our lives, and I would even say a little mild psychosis um, is due to these distorted diabolical messages that have been sent to our community since we got here. That's crazy. And it's time we start talking about that. Hey, let's take a look at the progression, right? So you got Trayvon and his hoodie, right? He's just walking in the neighborhood. You got a Mike Brown who's walking away from the convenience store. You got a Sandra Bland who gets pulled over, a regular traffic stop, right? You got you got uh, Eric Garner who's outside of a convenience store, right? Then you got Philando Castile who literally tells the cop that he's strapped, that he has a gun, right? And then you got you got Botham John, right? In his own house, no one gets to the bottom of these incidents. Tamir Rice, little boys, pointing a toy gun, right? No one is getting to the bottom of these incidents. No one is figuring out what's actually going on. Everybody is shoot first, ask questions later. Or harm first, ask questions later, right? These people lose their lives. What do all of these people have in common? Well, they were all perceived as threats. What else do they have in common? Oh, yeah. They were all black. Which tells me in my black mind in America, which tells Young black men and women, older black men and women in America, that society 
deems you as a threat and the responsibility is on you to disarm them versus them having the humanity and common sense to humanize you and figure out who you are before they take deadly action. So it's always on me. The burden is always on me as a black man to show that I'm not a a gangster, a thug, or somebody that will harm you in some way. It's always on us. It's never on the other to take the necessary steps and actions to find out who we are underneath the melanin. That's what enrages me. That's what enrages other black men. That's what contributes to the PTSD is that we can't even stand outside long enough. We can't even drive by a cop. We can't even have law enforcement in the vicinity without feeling like they're criminalizing us in some way, without feeling like their suspicion, the eye of suspicion is gazing upon us constantly. And these are the kind of things that make me say black lives don't matter. And then they got the nerve to come with the smear campaign. Oh, he wasn't, uh, uh, Botham John wasn't, wasn't uh, following verbal commands. And then they coming up with the whole marijuana in his apartment thing. Like it's always on us to show that we are worth being treated like humans. Kind of backwards philosophy, what kind of backwards society do we live in, man? Miss me. Now I want to talk about why legal jargon matters, okay? Legal jargon matters. Now, it is not because um, having conversations on social media is not effective. On the contrary, it's very effective. Okay. Uh, A lot of people uh, get schooled and educated by their peers or people that they interact with online. Why are they looking up stuff in in, in the next tab over? Right. Um, When we talk about uh, murder cases and, and current events, right? But it's the way that we have the conversation that's going to determine how we ourselves internalize uh, the thing, how we understand the processes and protocols uh, that go along with, um, with, with, with legal matters like this, and what kind of pressure that we can put on our representatives and uh, different officials uh, that can affect the cases like these directly, right? So it's about the way we have the conversation that the that makes legal jargon important. So, you know, we we you know we can come up with all kind of theories, right? Like, uh, you know, people heard banging, man. See, I told you, you know, we got six, seven different different accounts of people saying they heard banging on the door, boom, 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 boom. Okay, that's cool. Uh, but what we want are things 
that 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 will affect the outcome um, in court so that we can get a conviction. So all the circumstantial evidence may or may not be important. But what we need to familiarize ourselves with is the legal jargon. All right. Now, in this case specifically two two terms come to mind. Well, three terms. So we got murder one and we have voluntary and involuntary manslaughter. Now, voluntary and involuntary manslaughter outside of the state of Texas are two different things, but we combine them as one in Texas. Okay. Now, murder says, or murder one, um, says that, um, there was intentionality to kill. Um, I believe murder one, actually, let me correct myself. And, and I'm just talking about the difference between murder and manslaughter. Um, that it, it, to some degree, murder one is, is premeditated. Um, murder uh, just says that there was an intention to harm or kill, right? Or to kill, rather. Now, manslaughter, on the other hand, has the word reckless in it. So it's when you cause... Uh, the death of someone through uh, reckless means. Why is this important? Because we want a conviction. And all of the circumstantial evidence may not be strong enough to get a murder conviction. But it might be exactly what we need to get a manslaughter conviction. There, there's probably plenty of things on the docket or plenty of evidence that will demonstrate beyond a reasonable doubt that Officer Amber Geiger did, in fact, recklessly endanger uh, uh, Mr. John, which resulted in his death. So legal jargon matters. And when we can get a handle uh, collectively on the legal jargon then our conversations will be more effective. We can push these things in the right direction. We can understand our system a little bit better. And, um, and we can make moves to have people in place to hold the right parties accountable. So that black lives start mattering. Because right now, they don't matter. So I just wanted to bring a few things to y'all's attention. Obviously, I'm not an expert. Um, I got a lot of these facts just by doing some cursory reading um, and having some conversations with some very, very knowledgeable people. Um, and at the very least, I hope it gets you reading and having conversations with some uh, with the right people as well. Um, because I believe we can we can really, really, really make some significant strides, some historic strides Unfortunately, it costs it's costing the lives of some of our own, some some lions, some stars, some kings, some queens. Right. Um, but nothing great comes without sacrifice, even the sacrifices we don't plan. So I'm going to say R.I.P. once again. To both of John. Um and everyone who has lost their lives to senseless violence, especially at the hands of law enforcement. I want to encourage my brothers and sisters, let you know that there is light at the end of the tunnel. It does get hard, 
you are not alone. We are not alone. We must have each other's backs. Brothers, sisters, we got to love one another. If black lives are going to matter to anybody, it's got to start with us. Listen, I'm the homie Mills. You've been lost on Mars with Mills. Until next time, I love you with all my heart. I appreciate you for tuning in. So fool with your guy, you heard me? Peace.